Season 2 of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Taryn. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season and we're talking about specific topics as we go. We will lovingly dissect the episodes and plots, share many clips featuring our favorite jokes, and gush over Roz and Lilith. In this episode, we're talking about Niles Crane, and for season two, that means enthusiastically celebrating the physical comedy gifts of David Hyde Pierce and wondering if the sack of flour test is real. So, pour yourself a blend of 45% Cabernet and 55% Merlot, and lay down on your antique fainting couch as we talk about season two of Frasier. Before we get into the topic, here's a refresher on season two of Frasier. Recall that at this point, Frasier is settled into his life in Seattle and his hair is still being worn in a heinous skullet. (laughs) Yep. In season two, Frasier's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author. Niles and Maris are together, but Niles suspects Maris of having an affair with a Bavarian fencing teacher. Daphne has long hair and bangs and not much other story. Martin has to get Eddie neutered. And Roz is winning at life, as she does, with huge 90s hair, by being a great radio producer and by having the sex life she chooses without apology. Let's dive in, Taryn. Let's talk about Niles Crane. What do you have? I want to talk about an episode where Niles really shines, and that, to me, is breaking the ice. In this episode, the Crane men go on an ice fishing trip together because Niles and Fraser want to hear Martin say, I love you, to them. And Niles decides to go all in on ice fishing and basically buy up a store of fancy ice fishing gear and to memorize a bunch of fish facts. Mm -hmm. He later admits that he hates it, but he can't say anything bad because he put up this facade of really being into ice fishing. But I think he really enjoyed the whole process. It's really fun to see Niles let loose and have fun outside of his normal comfort zone of his high-class tastes. And I have a clip here of him showing off all of his new gear. Call me Ishmael. Look at you! <laughs> now, are you sure you're gonna be warm enough? No problem there. I dressed in layers. Polo, Eddie Bauer, and Timberland. <laughs> Look like a skinny Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Damn. Wait till you see all the stuff I got. I had no idea how much I liked fishing until I realized all the shopping involved. <laughs> Graphite pools. <laughs> and hot buns. <laughs> 
They're heated seat cushions. You microwave them and they stay toasty warm for hours. You know, Dad, maybe I was a little hasty. All right, here we are. Some snacks for the trip up. Oh, <laughs> look at you, Dr. Crane, in your new togs. Yeah, quite an outfit, huh? The fish will see him coming. Yes, well, the salesman certainly did. <laughs> Miles finds a way to engage with something that is outside of his normal milieu. And in a way that I think he genuinely enjoys. I think it's admirable that he's able to do that. And just another way that the show is really fleshing out Niles specifically, but all the extra characters that aren't Frasier in the show. Definitely. His glee in that episode about the hot buns and all of his fish facts are, it's just wonderful. Yeah. Lauren, what did you want to talk about? Yeah, appropriate to the topic today, I wanted to talk about David Hyde Pierce. Please do. He is an incredible actor, and you can see that here after just one season, that the writers are finding ways to unleash his particular skills. One of my favorite scenes from the show comes in An Affair to Forget, which is about when Niles thinks that Maris is having an affair with her fencing teacher. So Niles confronts the Bavarian fencing teacher, and through a game of telephone and three language translations, there's a big miscommunication that happens. Here is a clip. Entschuldige sofort! Ich hab nicht deine Schuhe gestohlen. Is he giving up? <laughs> he says he wants you to apologize. He didn't steal your shoes. My shoes? Yes, I'm sorry. Apparently I mistranslated. Look, he didn't mean, uh, not shoes, wife, uh, no zapatos, uh, esposa. Nicht shoe, Frau. Frau? Na ja, das konnte ich mir nicht helfen, weißt du. Die Maris ist unwiderstehlich. No me pude controlar. Maris es irresistible. He couldn't help himself. Maris is irresistible. Irresistible. Unwiderstehlich? <laughs> yeah. Sí. Okay. But she had me abgewiesen, weißt du. Pero me rechazó. Oh, but she refused him. Really? Verdad? Wirklich? <laughs> what did Maris say? Que decía? Ich liebe Niles. Yo amo Niles. I love Niles. She loves me. Oh, she loves me. My marriage is home. So that's a classic scene. It's it's funny, it's very well written, but David Hyde Pierce plays a big role in it as well. This is a podcast, but I want to talk about a really visual scene, which is the fencing sequence that happens kind of before and around that miscommunication scene. It's really impressive for a TV show. It really is. It is physical and acrobatic. Yeah, and uh, we also get to see Niles be a little unhinged, which is always the best. There's a part where he sort of like jumps up on the piano, I think, and like shakes himself. And then he like jumps from the piano, grabbing the chandelier, which <laughs> then comes like crumbling down. Yeah. And like, it's him 
seemingly doing it all. Yeah, it appears to be David Hyde Pierce, not a stunt performer. Yeah. He's great. Yep. Taryn, what else did you want to talk about? Much like it is great when Frasier fails, when Niles goes all in on something only to fail, it's really endearing and humanizing. And David Hyde Pierce plays that very well. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about the episode Flower Child, and in this episode, Niles contemplates whether or not fatherhood is for him, and he goes all in by carrying around a sack of flour to simulate the process. And here is a clip of Niles explaining some of his parenting woes. Niles, what has happened to your child? I was practicing my Tai Chi exercises this morning, and I accidentally kicked him into the reflecting pool. (laughs) That's when I brought him inside and left him by the hearth to dry. He caught on fire? It was not as careless as you make it seem. After all, a real child would have cried before it burst into flames. Niles is so cute in this scene. Totally. And he is... He goes all in, as you say. He's really pretending that this sack of flour is his child, and it is great. And and he's failing miserably at it. Mm-hmm. And then go, is so defensive about it that he blames the sack of flour for not crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. This is an episode that has a really silly premise based on an antiquated high school exercise, which I'm not actually sure anyone ever did this. I just know it from TV. I have only heard of the egg, where you give the high school students an egg to carry around. But that might be pop culture only, too. I know that from Buffy. Okay, okay. But yeah, neither of us had to carry around a sack of flour. Thankfully. But this episode allows Niles to throw himself into something and very much come up short. It's funny, it's light, And most of all, it humanizes someone who is generally presented as fastidious and well put together. And this whole experience unravels him, and I enjoy it. I agree. David Hyde Pierce is so good at playing the tightly wound side of Niles, but equally as good at letting that go and kind of, yeah, unraveling, as you say. Wonderful. Yeah. He's also just hilarious and a great physical performer. One of the best jokes of the series, to my mind, comes in the episode called Daphne's Room. I'm going to play you a clip of it, but you have to keep in mind that the staging plays a big role here. So David Hyde Pierce is with Martin in the background over the sink, and in the foreground is Fraser. Coffee, Dad? Why not? I'm up six times a night anyway. I might as well be alert. <laughs> oh, jeez, the disposal's jammed. Yeah, stick your hand on there. See what's stuck, will you? Dad, it's me, Niles. I can't get my hand in there. Oh, all right, punish a man for being fine-boned. You sure it's off? Positive. Ah, ah, ah. Move away from the switch. Jeez. Oh, it's wet and slimy, and God knows what it's like sticking my hand into the mouth of hell. Give me a call 
when the coffee's ready. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, man. <laughs> and when he pulls his hand out, he, like, flails and hits the other counter and I think falls down. Yeah. He, he's such a good physical actor. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, an example, a great example of sometimes on Frasier, it all comes together with a perfect piece of staging, of character, of actor, and of timing. And it's just glorious. Yeah. David Hyde Pierce is often at the center of those moments. I think you can see how the writers are really figuring out how to use David Hyde Pierce's background in theater really, really well. Absolutely. Something else I wanted to talk about a little bit, and we'll talk more about this in the siblings episode of the podcast, so check that one out, but I wanted to highlight how well Niles and Frazier play off of each other. These are two men that both care for each other and want to support each other, but they also really drive each other nuts, and it is a fantastic dynamic for the two of them. It sure is, and it's particularly, I think, brotherly, but it also shows them as really good friends. Yeah. I appreciate how the pretentiousness that we saw from Niles starting in season one is really blossoming in season two. There is a scene early on where he comments that he has figured out that Cafe Nervosa switched to an inferior domestic brand of chocolate shavings on his mocha, and I'm just so happy. Our queen of fussiness is back, and, and long may she reign. Oh, she's wonderful. She sure is. And how did Kenji tell they're domestic? He has the palate. I know. It's <laughs> just great. <laughs> I know about waxy chocolate shavings myself. <laughs> Long may she reign. <laughs> See, I'm not Fraser. I'm Niles. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss the aspects of the show that haven't aged as well as others. Reminder, it has been 25 years since Frasier premiered, and a lot has changed. Taryn, you're up. What nonsense do you bring? I have a couple quick things. One is that Niles tells a woman in labor that his situation of helping her have her baby in a cab is worse than the woman having a baby in a cab. Mm-hmm. It's a joke, but it is seriously not a funny one. No, not funny. It's never funny to tell someone who is in a worse position that you're you're doing worse than them. Not funny. Don't do it. And particularly a woman in pain. Mm-hmm. No. In a pain you don't, we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. And also in the episode Flower Child, which is where that joke is from, uh, Niles never wonders once if his wife wants to have children, <laughs> uh, somewhat suggesting that this is his unilateral decision. <laughs> and nope, it's not. Nope. And communicate with your partners, people. Yeah, and from what we know of Maris, they don't have relations anyways. No, and her physical body probably cannot carry a child, just given how small and ill or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, whatever's happening with Maris, I'm pretty sure she can't have a child. Yeah. So it's not up to Niles 
I don't like it. I don't support it either. Lauren, what nonsense do you have? This is going to be shocking, but this is about Niles and Daphne. where I find the nonsense. (laughs) There is a plot in the episode called You Scratch My Book, where Niles invests money for Daphne and then lies to her about the success of the investments so that she will keep being physically affectionate with him. So he starts to pay her out of his own pocket, so this will continue. We got a few issues here. Mm-hmm, couple of them. Fraser accuses Niles of turning Daphne into a prostitute, but it's that gross thing of Fraser that we've talked about before, where Fraser is talking to Niles about his behavior towards Daphne, but letting it continue, not intervening, not helping Daphne. It's gross. Yeah. I don't like it. No. There's nothing wrong with sex work, but this isn't it. Yeah. Not unbeknownst sex work. (laughs) Yeah, that's something different. Yeah. Uh, Nonsense is what that is. Yep. Turning back to things we love about the show, it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the second season. Lauren, what's your pick? My pick is Flower Child. This is where Niles spends the episode taking care of a sack of flour. He spears it with a conducting baton or chopstick. A chopstick that Maris wears in her (laughs) bun. (laughs) Exactly. He throws it in the koi pond. Like, it's all good. and the whole time he's so proud of it. He's playing proud dad <laughs> he very well. Pats it on the top of the flower head. Yeah. Good choice. Yes, thank you. Taryn, what is your pick? I'm recommending the episode Breaking the Ice. Yeah, you are. It's a great episode all over, but I particularly love Niles in it. He's so enthusiastic. He looks like a skinny Elmer Fudd. Yeah. It's great. Hot buns for all, I say. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com. On our website, Taryn makes recaps for each of our podcast episodes, including links, gifs, and other observations, including how many times per episode we mention Lilith. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram at Cafe Nervosa Pod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. We would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa. We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme. Taryn, you are up. All you need to know here is Niles is reminiscing about his wedding day. I remember my wedding day, standing at the altar, feeling faint, shaky, sweating. Mm. Maris was so distraught, thinking I might have cold feet. Never forget how relieved she was to learn it was just a congenital heart murmur that would plague me for the rest of my life. Lauren, what are you leaving us with? My joke is also about Niles and Maris. Thank you, Wilson. Niles, tonight, let's go to Orsini's for one glorious farewell dinner. Why not? I'll make the reservations. We'll take Dad and Daphne. Great. Will Maris be joining us? Ooh, sadly, no. 
She had a bad experience there one Christmas Eve. An Italian soccer team was at the next table. Maris announced she was in the mood for a goose, and perhaps inevitably, tragedy ensued. 